If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer or whatever device you have. You know, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you uh, so it can be heard on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I mean, a lot more. Mine is on there also. You know, I totally recommend it. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum, um, you know, listenership. Like, you don't have to have a minimum. Like, every time somebody click and play that thing, man, you're getting paid, man. I'm dead serious. I know that because that's why I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. You know, um, and what I want you guys to do is go to uh, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor F. Anchor.fm to get started. You know, that's anchor.fm to get started. This is the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey, and uh, I'm getting ready to start this show in a hot second. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, get that Anchor FM app. And holla at your boy. You can call it magic, you can call it mystery, but you are going to call me. The Honorable DJ Mellow Monkey. I don't know why that shit give you, uh, make you so fucking sleepy, too. I thought that the other day, man. I was chilling, getting ready to go. And goddamn, I, I hit that fucking pin. And, and I curled up in the bed and was getting ready to go to sleep. And I was like... <laughs> What the fuck? I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta fucking go. <laughs> yeah, like, why am I laying in the fucking bed? I look, it was like five minutes till I leave, and I was like in the bed. Like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, this is, God damn that, that fuck that pen, man. <laughs> Yeah, but um, that um, but anyway, yeah. The only reason why I'm and I'm I'm running this podcast, so I uh, I it's on right now, so you know we got to steer clear of names. But you know, like every time I pull up, sometimes it's like niggas be like, "Hey, um, hey, you got some smoke? You got some smoke?" I don't be wanting to smoke with them because they trying to get a spiritual experience. And me, every time I smoke, that's all I'm seeking. Like, if I'm if I'm sitting there telling jokes or talking stupid or doing anything, anything on this planet can stop that at any second that has the mind to, like, start talking spiritually. Like, I would adhere. Like, if... All right, last night I'm chilling and I'm thinking of, like, different jokes like literally until now I'm thinking of different things I could joke about and I had a little little list of how I could do a freestyle comedy set and then uh, I think you started playing Saad Guru you know how much I like Saad Guru I just stopped that whole thought like it was easy to put that thought on hold for something better to think about you know what I'm saying? That's why I, I, I was just sat on the side of the bed and I just was thinking. 
and I and I started listening to him because he was speaking spiritually. He was speaking things that uh benefit me spiritually. So I, I stopped and listened to that and just put all my thoughts on hold. And like when I'm smoking, that's what I be wanting because that could bring it brings the best out of me. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm talking stupid, it's like if I practice practice doing stupid shit, I'm gonna be good at doing stupid shit, so like, spiritually, I practice spiritual shit all the time, because I wanna be good at spiritual shit, because that's the real reality, but nevertheless, I will do stupid shit, I like stupidity, (laughs) but at the same time, I stop. And the only reason why I smoke weed is because it gives me that spiritual experience. I can feel my spirit. And people who smoke weed to get fucked up, they don't understand, like, you know, the point. They don't understand why I smoke weed. I don't understand why they smoke it either. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I be like, damn, dude, your life is that miserable. You want to get fucked up? You know what I'm saying? Like, seriously, like, that's how I look at people who drink. Like, People who drink, that's cool and all, but maybe your motive is just to be sociable or to be happy with other people or something like that. But, like, and I understand why people drink shit. Ain't nothing against what people do. I don't give a fuck. Like, alcohol is great for somebody. It ain't great for me because it don't give me a spiritual experience. Like, I can't spiritually go nowhere with that. It's going to actually do the opposite of what I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? And uh, even if somebody is spiritual, acting spiritual while they drinking, it don't process the same. It's all it's all it's all processing like a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think drinking is sexy to where that's. I mean, you could deal in that part, but like spiritually, them two ain't got no connection. Cause you drunk, you ain't spiritual. You just fucking feeling guilty or feeling you just. Following the flesh, you doing whatever your body telling you. You know what I'm saying? Like your body starts sending out weird signals, and then you start acting like that's what it is. In reality, you're not in control. You know what I'm saying? Like you're being controlled. The weed, I don't know. You get that spiritual experience, you start smoking and shit, and then you watch somebody goddamn do something stupid, probably break their leg or fall down or something. And you laugh about it, but everything is all spiritual. It ain't no vanity. Like, the most selfish thing about a weed head is that they don't want to share their weed. Because that's me. I don't be want to share. I don't want that good bag of weed to go to waste. You know, I don't want somebody coming up. Hey, man, I'm going to do something stupid. Let's smoke a blunt. I don't want to smoke. I don't want to waste my blunt on nothing stupid. But if something stupid happened, I'm going to laugh and enjoy it. That's cool. But I don't want to waste my weed. And I think these smokers, they just the only ones that, I mean, the weed's stingy like that. Like, alcoholics are stingy with their bottle. But they stingy because of the feeling they're going to get. I'm stingy upon who it is I'm smoking with. You know what I'm saying? Some people, I just go ahead and put whip out the blunt. Get it cracking, just like alcoholics. They whip out the bottle for some niggas. You know what I'm saying? For a chick that comes, they think they're going to get some ass, so they go whip that bottle out. Ooh. But they be trying to be manipulative. Now, the weed, in, I'm just trying to share an experience with you. You know what I'm saying? That's it. 
like, man, are you high? That's why sometimes I get to the blunt and we smoke some real chronic. I say, shit, halfway through, I be like, damn, you high as I am. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause we, yeah. Cause we can put this bitch out. That's what I be saying. But this one right here, I'm not there yet. And then I used to have a friend. He used to drink a lot. That's why I don't. Some people, I like to smoke with smokers who really don't drink. Because, like, back in the day when we did drink, you know, it was a occasion for me, but then I never really been a drinker like that. Like, I can, I had my phase where I was drinking like a motherfucker, but I was in Nashville. And it just ain't my shit, though. You know what I'm saying? I don't like drinking James because it just ain't fun. It just ain't nothing. It's very negative. It ain't cool. I hate that shit. But I had a friend here. This motherfucker want to smoke all the time. And he be drinking and all that shit. And I just be like, dude, if you enjoy, if you fucked up, if you drunk, I'm not going to let you hit my blunt because you already drunk. I, the only thing this blunt can do is make you throw it up or you just burning my paper up. You know what I'm saying? But, but what he would do is, like, he would roll the skinniest blunt you've ever seen. Far skinnier than that. And, um, He'll smoke like he hit it like four times, like three or four fast times. Pass it to you and be like, hey, uh, let's put that up. You know what I'm saying? After uh you hit it. I and I don't only smoke weed, I'm just looking at this nigga like, the fuck? Why you wanna do that? So I stopped smoking with the nigga. Like I just lit for real. When he got I ain't give a fuck. I just FaceTime Jamie. And, and most of the time, that's how I am. I'm a FaceTime nigga. I, I'd rather face my weed than to smoke with somebody who drink. But for one, it's cheating. It's like, nigga, enjoy your buzz. Enjoy your drinking buzz. Go get a cigarette. Go get a black and mild or something. You know what I'm saying? If you get this weed, man, it's to calm you down. It's to exchange your flesh and your spirit. You have more strength in your spirit. And... I'm going to tell you one thing about organic drugs. Organic drugs, this is just what I pieced together. This ain't no goddamn. This is not a fact. But it could be a fact. It's just I could be ignorant to that as a fact. But after all of my smoking and all of my gathering information, organic drugs, organic, organics, not drugs, because all the other shit drugs. Organics, weed, BFTs, fucking uh, mushroom psilocybin what that shit does it literally enhances your spirit and it and, they, and the thing that they got in common is that all of that shit you would die of an ego death slowly so we we for real seriously you not high right and somebody pissing you off y'all in a little argument whatever so you go off on this motherfucker and you about to beat his ass but then Jamie pop in and Jamie Ferry say no you shouldn't beat his ass you should smoke this blunt <coughs> so <coughs> Jamie Ferry give you a blunt <coughs> start smoking now all of a sudden you ain't mad no more you calm down you thinking about something else so that's an ego death in itself like sort so all organics, like if I take 
smoke weed, it's gonna kill my ego. If I drink a lot of liquor, I'm gonna get hyper. If I do some cocaine, I'm gonna get more hyper and wanna go into the direction of the negative. Either I can get killed or be killed. You know what I'm saying? Kill somebody. But, cause there's no ego death in that shit. It's process and there's a lot of shit going into it. It's no ego death. Probably pure cocaine, I don't know. Because America, we just don't know that. We're in America, so we don't know what the fuck that'll do. It'll probably kill us too, as much as we would like to get. But <laughs> anyway, organics will give you an ego death. Mushrooms, straight ego death. But the thing about weed and mushrooms, there's a reason why you still can, other than DMT, DMT is just stronger. It's just way stronger. It just takes you into a whole nother realm, right? To where, like, you don't only have an ego death. You lose function of all of your, like, you lose all function of your body, of your physical realm, and you really have all function of your spiritual realm. You know what I mean? But with uh, weed and mushrooms, you're still conscious enough to fool with your physical. So you could have a bad trip. You know what I'm saying? Trying to hold on to the ego or trying to go where the ego is taking you in the spiritual world. You know what I'm saying? That's how you have a bad trip. Even a bad weed experience, if you don't relax, your ego is gonna take over your high and you're gonna either gonna get that I'm getting my high blowed feeling or you're gonna freak the fuck out on some shit but that's your ego leading you you know what I'm saying you gotta relax and let go with organics because they for the spirits if you wanna get some ego shit going on you go get you some liquor and that is actually alcohol is actually called spirits you know what I'm saying wine and spirits that's why you got stores say wine and spirits all the time with spirits (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's really the ego is the thing that controls your ego so ma- major all the major drugs I've ever seen crystal meth all that shit it controls your your um ego ego world and your ego is all the things that we do and that we think that's important and it's that's outside of harmony cause that shit ain't got nothing to do with harmony individual Individuality don't have shit to do with harmony. Harmony is one. Harmony is together. It's like no cracks in harmony. No little holes. Uh, no way. Harmony is like a fucking nice woven blanket. Every time, you know, and everything is in sync. It all, you know, everything is together with harmony. And as an individual, that's our ego. Because when you go into a higher, the higher vibration, higher spiritual realm that you get into, you're more, you have to lose the ego because you become what you really are. And that's like bigger, more, more part of the entire picture versus just that little spot in the picture. You know what I mean? Because we all are connected and all of that stuff. The, the higher you go in spirituality, you, you go, you're, you're more connected to people than you. You're not even people. You're one. You're just one. And it's other things, but you're one with even those other things. You know what I'm saying? So 
that's some crazy shit, but the organics will teach you that. And the other things will teach you the other shit. But, like individuality, you know what I'm saying? Like individuality, it, it takes you into a whole nother place, it takes you in the ego shit. You know, like we become DJ Metal Monkey or Raya X or fucking Cookie Boy or anybody. We just become that one person. We grow off of that. That's why I always uh, look at the mass majority of people and judge off of that versus one person because, like, you can't really judge that one person. It's a lot of things that make one person do what they do. You know, life is just a multitude of uh, reactions. That's it. And that's all ego based. Like, it's hard to say that fucking. Slavery don't matter. It's hard to say that, you know, like, it's hard to say for me that my kids or something like that don't matter. That's hard as fuck to say. But to hold on to these things, you can't control nothing about it. You know, to hold on to this stuff, it's to hold on to your ego. Right? You can't do nothing about this stuff, but do your best and be your best and be a part of the harmony, you know. And the fucked up part about harmony, the fucked up part about God or whatever it is, you know, whatever they call it, you know, whatever you call it, call harmony. You know, it's just, it's okay with all this shit. That's the sad part. Harmony is for the ecosystem. Harmony is for, like, everything. It's no anti in harmony. Like, vibrate, you know, it just go forward. It's just shit that goes forward. It's hard to really explain. But on a small level, shit, you could, if you know your drugs, <laughs> sad to say, if you know your drugs, you can eventually get to the answer of like, and it's not a specific word answer. It's just like a comprehension. It's just something that you know and feel and you just know it. And ain't no words for it. And when you, you'll get that out of psychedelics and shit like that. And once you get that, you're kind of okay with a lot of shit that goes on. It don't mean that you good or evil. Or, it don't mean none of that shit. It mean that you good and evil. It mean that you're dual on all sides. You know what I mean? Because harmony, you are the swordsman and you're the fucking, you're, you're the good and evil. That's what you are. You're the good and evil because you're part of the all. You know, all the shit that happened. Water, fucking air, all that shit is one. God damn, this is a good way. Man, yeah, I just had to do this little podcast about harmony shit. I don't know. And and, and I wanna do it because some people, you know, smoke weed. And I don't know if they <coughs> that's like my the problem with my kid. My son smoking weed and shit like that. Like another thing is you could be way too young trying to smoke weed for the wrong reasons. You know what I'm saying? That's when you think you're getting fucked up. And then you got a question like, you know, okay, your brain don't start developing to 25, but at the same time, 
You go a hundred years ago, at fifteen, at fourteen, at twelve, my great 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 uncle Frank, who I am, the reincarnation of everybody. That's one of my nicknames, Frank. He was like 12 years old when he got married. And this nigga had acres of land. I mean, like, when I say acres, like, like when they say black people back here didn't get the 40 acres in the middle, whoever Frank Austin was, he got his. He got, like, well over 40. He got, like, 300 and something. Like, he he did that 40, like, sometimes, like, over. Like, he didn't give a fuck. He was the guy. and And he was 12 years old. His wife was fucking 12 years old. Yeah. And they had been slaves when they was little kids. You know what I'm saying? Slavery ended, you know, I don't know. Guess when they was 10, 11. Who the fuck knows? Like, nigga, they got married at 12. Fuck. And their brain didn't develop all the way to 25? God damn. He was doing some shit. She was probably submissive as fuck. Probably. She's Indian. I'm quite sure. I mean, she was my great grand somebody to me. She was one of the mothers. But she, but I'm quite sure back then though, you know, still, she got us some side dick somewhere. (laughs) She was probably like, because she was Indian as fuck. So like, she probably was like, you know, I'm going to see my daddy and then little Jojo that she remember when she was little or whatever. But they were slaves when they were little, so who knows? Who knows? But she got some side dick probably. Like, why wouldn't you? Can't nobody. The only way you can find out is somebody tell. You know what I mean? Like, for real, you don't want me with this mindset going back then. Oh, man. I look at them people like, for real, bro. Even slavery and all that. You can send me to all them times and... and if I has to have this same thing on me, knowing knowing a bit of this future, I would destroy them. They, they'd be in trouble. I would have really did Django in real life, knowing what I know now. I could have really did that in real life. Because it was that easy, because you think about it. They ain't had no automatic guns. Man, you had to fucking put the motherfucking, you had to load your fucking gun. Man, all that goddamn time, you know what I'm about to do to you? And I'm about to have a whole bunch of loaded guns already ready to go in the hands of a lot of slaves, and we're going to fucking just map this shit out like regular. Like, these tactics was fucking stupid. You know, I would have took over a whole town and then just boarded that bitch off, and and you can't come in? Because we're going to fucking bomb you, blow you up, whatever. Like, matter of fact, we're going to just build trenches around this whole city, cover it up, and as soon as y'all dumbasses go down, there's only one way you can get in and one way out. And we know that way, and it's in woods. Or every time y'all come in the city, y'all fall down and, you know what I'm saying, about 50 feet onto spikes. Why ain't y'all think of that? You know what I mean? Like, dude, there's a lot of shit that niggas can think of now that you couldn't think, you know, you just didn't even have the imagination to back then. It's a lot of ways, like, they could have just got up out of that. It's crazy as fuck. Anyway, back to psychedelics. <laughs> I don't know. They do something to my spirit. And I, and I put weed in the psychedelic category, too. 
some people say I hear voices. Some people say they seen stuff on weed, but I think that's all bullshit. They high. They and they and they, and they didn't see nothing. You didn't hallucinate off weed. You didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like some people, man, I had seen. You didn't hallucinate off weed. You just you just a stupid fucking kid or a stupid grown up. Whoever you are, you pretty much stupid. But you didn't do that. I know you didn't do it. You know what I mean? But back in the days, people used to say that shit. And and truly, the weed we just smoked right now is better than all the weed I smoked before the year 2000. Before the year 2000, this weed I just smoked is better than all that weed combined. It was Reggie. It was mid at the most. You know what I mean? Probably a little hydro slid up in there, but it was mid. Just different color mid. We had red hair. It was like, ooh, I got red hairs on this shit. You know what I'm saying? It was fucking mid. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's what we were smoking, man. Good old Jamaican weed. You know? Like how they lie. Like, oh, Jamaica got the best. No, they don't. Colorado do, man. You know, like, for real. They got loud, my nigga. <laughs> like, when niggas started calling that shit loud, that's when that's when we was at its best. And it wasn't at its best back then. Like, it wasn't until 2001, two, yeah, 2001, that I actually started smoking some real white, white widow and all of that shit. All of that, I mean, just like shit that was good. No one's paying 60 or 8th. What the fuck? I remember this fat bitch named Karen. I hate to say it like that. Oh, I had to say it like that because Karen was my friend, sort of. Like, we was using her. Like, it was one of my friend's friends, and we had to use it because she was like, shit, like, when she get, like, white people by herself, she racist as fuck. And then she got like rock up. She was cool and she ain't all black, blacker than black. You're like, what the fuck? We're like, bitch, we know you racist. Like, nigga, we clearly got white friends that tell us this. You know what I mean? Like, like, like she be dropping the hand bomb. Man. Like, I mean, like, Ku Klux Klan racist. But she, you get around that she It's just a weird individual, right? But anyway. And she's the one I always talk about. She was like, she was so country. She was like, I'm on my rag. I'm not having company today because I'm on my damn rag. And we was like, okay. Before that, I never heard nobody. I had, I was like 21. I never heard nobody say that. I never heard. I never said that. With my ears, that. So like now when people ask me for a towel, they be like, towel, I say, towel or rag. That's why I say that joke. Because, like, that, because of Karen. But Karen was like, she was a nigga when she was around us, and she was a cracker when she was around white people. But my white friends, I only had black friends. So they literally hated her ass. <laughs> they thought she was a racist piece of shit. <laughs> so, anyway, one day, one day, like, shit, I don't know, out the blue, every other day she just called me up and she get an ounce of weed. Whatever, called me or my boy. And back, yeah, we was the only niggas. We get her an ounce of weed for like a hundred dollars. 
yeah, it cost us like fifty five. We, we we was even paying forty five for some ounces, but we was like fifty five dollars or something like that. We go get her a hundred dollar ounce, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bring that bitch back and weighed up and everything. We was like, yes, wow. little profit. So we make you know make we I mean sell some weed to him and get some money out of smoke some too, you know what? So one day, ain't nobody had weed. It was the drought. And uh, couldn't find weed nowhere. And it was like, shit. I only had, like, my homeboys, um, Scotty. Uh, Scotty, uh, rest in peace to him. He had me smoking loud, you know, right back then. I was like 21 or something like that. So I, I had access to a lot of good-ass weed. And I was like, the only thing you can smoke is this shit, man, that I'm smoking. She was like, I don't give a fuck. I need some weed. Boy, she gave me, yeah, she gave me $60. I, I, I was straight up. I gave her the right price, $60. I brought her back that age. She said, God damn. <laughs> she said, uh-uh, I can't do this. You got to go back to the hood, Jamie. This shit, uh, I can't do this shit. Uh-uh. Ah, damn. <laughs> I saw all my money. <laughs> Boy, that shit was fucking She thought I had robbed her. I was like, I don't, I was robbing you all this time anyway, but I'm not robbing you right now. I'm selling you with the fucks out. Like, that shit. Otherwise, we ain't gonna smoke no weed, man. Like, fuck. And that's what started that whole wave in that area. Like, for real, people don't even realize that's what started all of those people to sell, uh, you know, that I was dealing with. You know, of course, there was a lot of motherfuckers, you know. I wouldn't like no goddamn main man or, like, something special about me. It was just, I knew, you know, kind of had a little connection. I was bridging the gap at that time. And they, uh, that's when people started smoking loud, you know what I'm saying? Like, after that, it, like, never went the same. Like, it just never sort of went the same. You got, like, upper mid-grades, and then you had that shit. And it was them prices for a long time, you know. I don't know, I dipped, I left, you know, my friend died, and all, he, you know, he overdosed and shit, and fuck, all that whole lifestyle was over with, but yeah, Karen freaked the fuck out, she, man, dude, yeah, nah, you gotta go back, I ain't get that shit from no hood, I'm like, this is real shit, you know, this is straight from, you know, we smoked that shit, man, she forgave all that shit, and she was like, damn, I want some more of that shit, so that's what she was smoking, from then on, $60, of course, we, we bumped the price up. You know, higher than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we found a way to fuck her up. And then, think about that motherfucker. She ended up getting on, like, cocaine and shit real bad. We, we had to get away from her. She was calling all the time and shit. Like, she called every black person she know. Like, even innocent black people who ain't had nothing to do with it. Like, like just square ass niggas we knew like the computer guys and what the fuck cat what are you doing like, why you call him up for some coke well hell I figured he did he, he, he did a little something no you the only one to do coke motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> like, you know it was, it was crazy it was crazy man yeah stick to psychedelics stick to psychedelics oh yeah 
Well, they give you that spiritual experience. Real druggies and shit, they don't even like psychedelics either. They be like, oh, man, they don't do enough. Like mushrooms and shit like that. They be like, oh, they don't do enough, man. I just got to go acidy. I don't mind acid either. Acid, pretty cool. Everything is a chemical, you know. Everything is chemical, but, you know, but at the same time, man, like, acid is just, it's there. I fuck, I will fuck with it, but I don't really like it like that. I'd rather it come from psilocybin. I think it got more of a spiritual a spiritual connection with me because it grew out of the same thing I grew out of. You know what I'm saying? And I know, not, I think with acid, it's more of a, it's made in a laboratory. And that's the part of like, you know, being a human hybrid. It, it, it kind of, for hybrids, it helps out. You know what I'm saying? But that's because I think we hybrids, goddammit. And that's another story. But I think that's why that takes us on such a journey there. And that's a subject that ain't even open yet. And I don't, I don't care to open it right now. Not in my life. Not to study of acid. But psilocybin and DMTs and it's so much natural shit. Peyote. So much natural stuff that goes with your body. Shit that's already in your body. Cannabinoids and cannabis and all that shit is already in your body. I'd rather connect with those things to, to get in harmony with you know what I'm saying? Not with the universe. We are the universe. It's like, shit, we just in a little bubble in the fucking universe. You know what I'm saying? That's that's it. It's like, really, I don't know. If the light show stop and we could just see 360 around us, man, we in free fall in this big old black dome. You know, you know what I mean? Like, in a black existence that just keep going. You know what I mean? No end. So, so I want to be in harmony with that shit. You know what I mean? And I think that's the, you know, that's the harmony. That's what I'm looking for. Like some people call it God. Some people call it all kinds of shit. But it's just the harmony, you know, that wave. I want to be one with that wave. <clears throat> Drugs don't do that. Druggies don't give a fuck about that wave. Druggies are pretty much in the ego-based world to where, like, they, they don't have no sense of ego there. Like, I don't matter. Like, I matter in the ego world. Yeah, I'm going to fucking shit, piss, and help myself. But at the same time, like, in the harmony of things, it's just all love. You just, like, there's a positive outlook by default. Not trying to be positive. It just is. You know what I mean? It's just I'm for everything that's not in my way. You know what I mean? just because and again that's ego what I said in my way because like but still you don't want anything in your way like still even in the spiritual world it's a clear path for everybody like everything that's in harmony succeeds and then you know everything in harmony also like you could have chaos going on in that chaotic place, still harm, you know, you know, it, it, it's just, chaos is really a rebirth, you know, the big bang explosions or whatever like that, you know what I mean, like, if you're going in the direction of where the explosion is going, I mean, if it's shooting out and you're shooting out with it, then you're in harmony with it, 
But if you get destroyed by it, then, you know, that's fucking, that's not harmony. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you rebirth them with that explosion, that's great. You know what I'm saying? But if you're getting destroyed by that explosion, that's a whole different thing. That's, that's what I'm trying to get away from. I don't want to get blowed up by it. Like, what the fuck? That's when you know you're in the ego world because you don't exist like that. You don't exist like that. Like, you only exist in harmony because you have to go with all, go with the flow. That's where life is. You know what I mean? I don't know. But anyway, this is, uh, what the fuck today is? Wednesday? And this is Stoner Talk. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, I want y'all to check out the YouTube, uh, YouTube. We starting to do, uh, new things. We got a lot of new shows coming up. A lot of new fucking interviews. Uh, I got some mixes coming up, music coming out, man. I hate to say that too. That's some whack ass shit. I got some music. I got, I got. I'll be watching interviews of these rappers and these niggas be like, "Yeah, man, you know one thing. One thing about it, what I got, I stuck to the music. I stuck to the music because my music it talks to me. It talks to my spirit. It talks to who I am. It talks to my soul. So I all start with the music." Man, all you talking about, like, it didn't start with the music, motherfucker. <laughs> you didn't <laughs> you didn't want to put much effort into nothing else, right? <laughs> and reality is, man, you didn't want to put effort into much else. <laughs> and 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 you gotta you said, well, this motherfucker did it. He sort of looked like me. I'm gonna do it too. And that's what you did. That's what you, that's why you got it too. It didn't start with the merge. Because music, you talk about killing motherfucking selling dope, nigga. Like, literally talking about I would one day got a bag up in the motherfucking Hyundai. That what you were saying, man. That that ain't music. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, for real. Like, seriously, at some point in time, like, you gotta, I mean, it's just, no, it wasn't. You know, KRS done what, KRS one them was doing with uh, DJ Cool Hurt was doing the motherfuckers was making music. They was they was making a craft or art. When you hear people say, "I wasn't even trying to be a rapper," I would just man look, <laughs> you know. And that's when that's when that's when it changed because really, what ended up happening was uh, you got rap as an art, and then you got rap as a business. And then you know what I'm saying. And some people, most most rappers are as the business, not as the artist. You know what I'm saying? Like the art in in that shit is gone. It's went to business. Like you got some artists that are artists, like J. Cole's and the Kendricks and them, them niggas. They really are. That I mean, I can't even deny it. You got a lot of more little JID. I mean, it's a lot of motherfuckers. Not saying because of their lyrics. I mean, I can t- name um, Gucci Mane. You know what I'm saying? Like, even him, he's an artist. You know what I'm saying? Like, but <clears throat> the business side took over, and that's why a lot of people do all of that. I wouldn't even try. I was just a hustler, man. I was, yeah, because you signed to, you got a contract and you signed, 
and you sign to a hustler. You hustle, 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 hustle. So if you just hustle, yeah, I mean, you're going to eventually get hustled, but at the same time, like, that's an industry too, the hustle industry. And that's that's where a lot of music became. That's why it's oversaturated. That's why, like, you have to now, with so much music out, you have to now actually like somebody or go actually find somebody you like and just keep listening to that shit. Because, and you have to make yourself like the shit almost because it's so much out there, you know. And so I don't think it was a bad thing back in the days when you didn't have that many goddamn artists. You had people doing different things. Now you got so many fucking artists to where, like, you really got to, you don't really got to stand out. You really got to make good, timeless music. Some shit I want to hear 10 years from now. You gotta make songs. You know what I mean? That's why I can't knock Kanye West. Cause like at any time in history, even the even the he's on his Jesus bullshit. I could still like if I wanna hear a fucking song, some music, I can actually listen to his shit. You know what I'm saying? Like five years from now. I don't know what the fuck he's making right now. I have no idea. I heard some of that gospel album. And I don't I hate gospel. But at the same time, you know, I heard some of it. And that whole album was banging. Like, it, that album was fucking good. It was artsy. Like, it was good as fuck. I was like, God damn. Damn. You know what I mean? Five years from now, when 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 the nigga probably cool again, or he not cool again, who, who cares? When we talk about him, I can listen to that album still. I can say, oh, man, okay. But it's a lot of shit from the 90s and all of that, all times since the Hustle era came out. That that I could just skip over that music. It's a lot of shit that came out in two thousand. Skip over that shit. I like I don't go back to really listen to a lot of fifty. Like a lot of people do, but I don't. But he got songs that you can do that to. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is a lot of songs that it just ain't it ain't beneficial to nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't beneficial to nothing. Like, you won't go back and listen to that shit. It's a lot of albums. I can't really name them, but I won't go back and listen to nothing off of it. I don't hear that shit. Like, I was listening to the damn Hot Boys the other day, and that's some shit I listened to in my teenage years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that shit was good. And it wasn't just because it was my teenage years that brought me, but it was just, they were songs, man. I could just play that shit. Now it's like that microwave shit. Everybody don't have to go with the microwave society. That's that's the advancement of the hustle game. You know, that's like where people stream music. They streaming music and just like next. So everybody's just skimming music. They're not even fucking paying attention to the shit. Which the artist is paying attention. They sitting down, they writing the shit. They getting all their shit together, their routine. You spend all your fucking money for the music video. And then everybody see it once or twice, and it's over with. You know how much of a what? I mean, you got to think about they see it once or twice, and maybe three times, and then it's all over. They keep on going. So you just spent all of that money and all of that time on somebody look at this shit three times. Get the fuck. That's not. That's not cool. And so, like, as an artist these days, you got to. If you really want to be successful in a lane, it's to find a crowd 
It don't matter how big your crowd is, but start them like like a fucking clubhouse. If you want that feel, like that Elvis Presley feel or Eminem feel, or, because now you, you got like clout chasers, fans and shit. It's just clout chasers. Like whoever's hot is hot. It really ain't a such thing as that, man. If you got you enough fans to where you like, damn, these niggas, they fuck with me. Yeah, right, you got those people. Then be happy with those people, and then as an artist, you make them products that that caters to them, and you just fuck with them. You know what I mean? You you don't you ain't necessarily gotta press up. Mm, you could press up vinyls like we do. Press up shit like I don't know, like just straight fan shit. Like you know what I'm saying? You just sell them what's going on versus like trying to sell everybody this shit you know like I'm not about to do it like money bag yo I'm not about to do it like you know whoever the fuck you know cause they already doing it see this is a copycat society that's why the hustle game it's so obvious and so ridiculous a lot of artists I don't even get to listen to them because they didn't did uh, it's just so it's like I'm not, you know, like everybody said they rap different, but they don't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? But they don't. It's like, nah, you're in the same cadence, bro. Like, you, you just feel good while you rapping. It ain't nothing that's making it good. You got to really think about what you're doing. You know, you actually, fuck thinking about it. You got to be in control of what you're doing as an artist. If you really, really want to be Prince, or you really want that artist impact on other people. You know, and that's what you want to do. And you know, everybody hope for that big fan base, which I guess it'll grow. I don't know. Ain't nobody really got no fucking formula for how to build that. I mean, it's just over time, people like you or not. But if you stick to yourself, I believe people will like you anyway. It's just hustlers. They need to go hustle something else. You know what I'm saying? Or, or like, or they need to be show promoters or something. You know what I'm saying? Artists, whoever, like, not whoever, cash money. Now, now, rap get a bad name because Slick Rick, he had a campaign to us. Slick Rick wore, he was the ruler. He had a lot of gold and shit on Chains. So money and shit like that always been around like in hip hop. It's just never been the main focus. Never was the main focus. Cash money got that major deal from Universal Records. But before that, there was Cash Money Records and that's what they did. They bragged about money. That was cool because that's their brand. That's how they did it. You know what I'm saying? Then they got that big deal that everybody, even other labels, this money, this money, 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 money. And then money just got multiplied. But it comes from Cash Money Records. Like, nobody <clears throat> before their time stunted and talked about money like they did. You know what I'm saying? They had whole tracks about the shit. And then the, the world became that. And then all of a sudden, it was about money now. Now, if you don't mention money, it's just, you know. But that that's where it started at. It came from that. Because before that, it was like Death Row Records where you rapped gangster and shit like that, you know what I'm saying, bad boy records, you know, and that was the swag, but then after Cash Money came out, 
because you even had no limit. They had money. They really had goddamn money and shit. But they didn't rap about that shit. They didn't rap about band. They did, they just rapped about the same shit Tupac rapped about. You know, <laughs> like pretty much the whole record label. And uh, and that shit was that shit. But after Cash Money, the rap game ain't been the same since. Everything about money. Everybody saved some money. And it would have been cool if they would just let Cash Money have their swag. You know what I'm saying? Just like, don't bite cash money. But at that time, they was biting. It was like DMX clones, fucking Ja Rule clones. And it was clones of Jay-Z. All kinds of rappers trying to sound like Jay-Z on the track. Uh, Eminem. It was fucking ridiculous. And then I knew rap had fucking became something different. Like, I knew the core essentials of rap was like over with. It's like, Damn, you can have that shit, but you gotta have a hustler on your side because now, like, it's an industry. Before, like, the industry was, like, I guess it was some bullshit, but still. Now it's a hustle game. It's like, man, I wanna get rich. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna just say some bullshit on the track. And that ain't music, because nobody in country music or fucking pop, you know, like, nobody in music does this, you know what I'm saying? It's just a handful, handful of people in America that do that. You know, like for real. A handful of people in America. That's it. Because this shit, I mean, it's just like anything else. And they, and they make the rap game like a job. You know, like a form of slavery. And uh, I don't blame no goddamn white people for that shit. I blame I blame the black people who say they got uh, all these educated people around them. Like, if your homeboy educated and he read for real, then won't he just do everything independent? You know. And then we start talking about advertisers. Well, is 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 a million advertisers out here that fit your budget? Advertise with them. You know what I'm saying? And if that shit popping like that, then you gonna get all your money. If if you ain't willing to do that, then you you really, really wanna be a slave. You just like say it. Just say it. Just say what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't nothing else. If you don't wanna own all your shit, because I mean, when you older, you gonna wanna own it. You gonna wish you, oh man, uh, Alright, how many times in history you gotta see a motherfucker get fucked and then you stand in that same fucking line and get fucked too? Come on, man. Like, alright, why isn't the fuck up? You know what I'm saying? That's why I like Russ because Russ know like, Russ I'm not trying to pick up a white dude like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just a fact is a fact because you got niggas like Young Dolph the same way. I fuck with Young Dolph. Not because he ain't a hustler. He actually does his music. There's a lot of niggas bit Young Dolph style. A big artist right now that's getting major play. He think he the fucking man. But you know what? I can't de- I can't tell the difference in sometimes Dolph shit and his shit. To be honest. And it's ridiculous. And I watch him all the time. He's popular. They think he's cool. He, he another one. He's... You know what I'm saying? This shit just came to me. I'm, you know. Anyway, I don't even. Because if I keep talking, 
it's gonna kind of come out who it is, but anyway. But I fuck with Dolph and cats like that because they do got somebody around them that actually read and say, fuck it, man, we're gonna go through this. And you know, you build an empire. Build a motherfucker like you have to build it. You know, you don't want you don't want some weird motherfuckers you ain't never seen before. Oh, I'm from fucking New York. I'm from this place right here. I'm from far off. I want to sign you because you're so talented. That's a lie. Every artist is goddamn uh, human, just like the next one is. All right, get you some motherfucking writers around you. Get you some beat makers around you. Goddamn, go for it. Do you some album covers and put your music out and build your fan base. Or you can get this other big, this little label over here, this little shyster. He's going to get him a little cut and he gonna I'm going to put you out there big. No, if you just keep fucking, man, you can meet millions of people online. Yourself. If you got a product to sell, you don't need somebody else to sell it. You need to stop being lazy and sell that shit and be awake. You ain't got to take care of all of your money. I mean, you can hire your own, you know, people to take care of your money. You get a label deal, they're going to get their own lawyer, get you signed a contract. For what? For what? A couple thousand dollars? Ooh, that you could have made at fucking McDonald's? You know what I mean? You could have made that much for all that. Fuck it. For for the Megan Thee Stallion deal. Whatever the fuck's going on. As a goddamn waiter at a fucking restaurant. Or a manager at Walmart or some shit. Okay. You putting your fucking music out. Your goddamn self. They gave you $60,000 up front. $10,000 check and then a $60,000 check. Okay, you worked two years at that fucking job and you've made $60,000. You know? You worked two years at fucking some manager at goddamn KFC making $40,000 a year. You've made $80,000. And you're putting your own music out. If you invest in your money right, you're gonna fucking do it. Or you can have some motherfucker come up to you and say, hey, I'm going to give you this so you can run around. That ain't no goddamn money. You got to live somewhere. You got to eat somewhere. You got to, you still got to pay all your bills. You got the same fucking bills as you did whether you worked a regular nine to five while trying to make it as an artist. You know, you just got to have the grind. You just got to have the fucking grind. Like, because if they give it to you, okay, boom. They put you in a position, and that's great. And uh, they gave you the $60,000. And now you just, you know, because everybody, I even said, I was like, man, I would sign up a little deal for, you know, if it made sense. But that's just, it's just a sham. Because really, you need to, you got to build your crowd somewhere. They can give you a little fan base, you know, give you a little reach. But to be honest, you can get your own money and get that same, do what they're going to do for you. What they're going to do for you is the same shit that you can take your money and do for yourself and don't owe nobody. Because after they give you this money, 
you owe him. It's a loan. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to give you a loan to do this with your music. Okay, now I'm making this much money. And you're skimming so much money. Then you're going to be mollywop because you don't know how you're making this money. Like, you don't know how to take care of this money that you're making. You don't even, you know, you ain't got nothing prepared for that. You know, like, you go on a tour, and now you got all this money coming in. You got Joe Blow as your tour manager. So he, he he cutting a little check to the other manager that you got working with you, your little homie. They cut a check to him. He got to take his little percentage out and then pay everybody else on the tour, which, man, you don't want all that weird shit happening and you ain't grow from zero to hero knowing how to take care of these ticket sales and knowing how to... Uh, sell your shirts and get your money off of it and sell, you know, sell your merch and shit like that. You, you want to know how you get your money off of it. Off top. Before you get in a big position and then all of a sudden, these folks robbing me, DP. Yeah, because you don't know nothing. You're just a fucking dumbass. Everybody's working for you, therefore these people got to get paid. But if you know something, then you know you only need like a hard five motherfuckers on your team. That's all you need. And, and we're going to pay ourselves. That's all we're going to fucking do. And we're going to ride this shit out. Yeah, it's going to be hard. One of these niggas ain't going to make it. Somebody going to steal some money. That's cool. It's not 50 people around you. Because then when it's 50 people and somebody steals some money and it gets hard, then that's, you're going to go crazy. Because you don't know who to point at. You don't know what. You fucking lost. You got a hard five. You're going to go through it anyway. Might as well go through it with less people and and actually get the bag and you probably get a bigger bag. Russ is <laughs> Russ is richer than all these niggas. I don't give a fuck who pulling up in a Bugatti and all that shit. Russ can buy the hell. And they leasing it. And they are playing. <laughs> they are playing. Because you know what? When they get this age, my age, and they start to you know, and it's, it's time to be a podcaster or a DJ or whatever the fuck you transition your career to. They might not make it that far. They might not. They they might be on the streets eating out, out of somebody's, you know what I'm saying? You know how many stars do that? You know how many NFL players today, right now, coronavirus day, ain't got nowhere to go? Them niggas was in the fucking NFL playing in front of everybody. I was like, yep, we had their jerseys on. They ain't got no money at all. They ain't got shit. They ain't got nothing but some debt. You know what I mean? And it's hard to to, to common people to even fathom that. They say, oh, well, they had millions. They fucked it up. No, they just didn't know. Don't think that they had all that money and then they thought, no. But when they had $1 million, it was actually 400000 you know what I'm saying? They got paid that, so shit. If you don't pay the RS, that's another thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't pay the RS, ain't nobody gonna be knocking at your door, like friends and, and, and people calling your phone saying, hey man, pay y'all, pay the RS, man. Pay, hey dog. No, they gonna be like, hey bro, you got that 10 bands, you, you say you gonna pay us for dancing? That's all they gonna say. You know what I'm saying? You gonna be like, yeah. All of a sudden, uh, a relative, his light's gonna get cut off, and you gotta call that nigga, huh? Hey, bro. Hey, I just need a bill 50, bro. You're just gonna be giving shit out. 
Well, then you're going to start feeling sad. You're going to have to get you some Starbucks, do a walkthrough. You're going to do all kinds of shit. I'm telling you, at the end of the day, you'd be confused. But if you came up from like nothing and you seen like your first 20 tickets being sold at the show and you get that little money, all of them just like, damn, shit, I get $10 each ticket. I just sold 20. Boom. I just sold 700. Boom. I just sold 1,000. Boom. You know what I'm saying? You're going to understand, okay, bam, I got my money. Now I'm putting my account. You're going to have your direct deposit. You're going to have your shit lined up. But if you go from zero to hero, meaning you get a deal from somebody, some cocksucker, then all of a sudden, you got cocksucker to deal with. And now, we're fucking with cocksucker, and yeah, he got me a lot of shows and all this stuff, and then at the end of the day, your paycheck is is looking like a paycheck. You really could have went worked at goddamn checkers, came fucking GM at checkers, and fucking grinded your career out. For real, seriously. Because the money that they're giving you ain't shit. It's money that if your ass was was a common working human or had a trade that you made money, then you'd make that money anyway. It ain't much money that you getting. I don't know where these people think is. It's the experiences and, and the videos that people show that, that, that make people think every day like that. That ain't like that. I was watching a little Uzi Vert this morning. He riding around in that car and da, 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 da. I just hope he puts shit back for himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, you a black man in America. It's two white people. Bill Gates and, um... Shit. Fuck. Bill Gates and Warren Buffett. They're sitting at a table and they was talking about a lot of things. But then, those two white people are richer than every black person in the United States. Those two white men, period. Them two guys sitting at a table. They're both from head to toe dressed in Walmart clothes. You know what I mean? They have watches on that probably, I mean cheap watches. Nothing that a change of skin color, but they probably was, you know, maybe a thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? For them, that's shit. That ain't nothing. That's 0.01 cent to them. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, they got it like that, but they ain't they ain't doing all that. And I noticed that, you know. And uh, a lot of artists, like even back back in the days, artists, artists, they did other things like. You know, they were visionaries and shit like that. They was really smart. So those are the artists I cater to now that I see, like, Nikola Tesla inside of them. You know what I'm saying? Or something like that. Like, I could see, like, uh, Madame Vlasky or somebody like that inside of them. I don't, like, really gravitate to artists who just microwave artists. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of greats, like, like current greats, because I know in five or ten years, they ain't even going to be hurt. Like, I say this all the time, five to ten years, because like, shit, five, ten years ago, I was saying that about whoever was hot then, like, I remember some A Baby was out, you know what I'm saying, like, I remember all these different eras, and they'd be like, oh man, yeah, they gonna be the next, nah, man, they ain't even here no more, and I hope those guys put money up for themselves, because, like I say, you're a black man, and you ride around, you can ride anything, you can look nice, you can do whatever the fuck you want, just do it be smart, don't be a fucking fool, you know what I'm saying, like, you had so many examples before you, like, 
So, like, that foolish generation should be over with. Like, that foolish shit should be over with, like, for a lot of, for every generation. Like, it's just like, damn, dude, like, humanity can't take no more of that dumbass shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need, like, people to actually start being smart. Like, showing people, like, how to be smart. Like, that's that's really the new sh- live shit. That's really lit, being smart. Like, being dumb is by default. We humans, we gonna be dumb by default. Like, not knowing it's funny and shit like that. But, like, fucking up your future is not fun. Like, you got $2 million watch on, and you're a young black dude. More power to you. That's cool. Don't tell me nothing about Black Lives Matter and all that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't. If you got a $2 million watch on, and, yeah, you did come from the mud, then you should also definitely have a $2 million homes, like, for these kids, like, or a shelter in your neighborhood. Uh-uh. Uh, no fucking well. Your mama and daddy better be living good. You know what I mean? Like, that's a lot of things. Like, but most of this shit is just least, like the Uzi Vert thing or whatever. They might own that fucking car. I don't give a fuck if he's doing that. That's his goddamn. He worked hard for that shit. But. It's nine times out of ten at least. Or somebody else on it. <laughs> but that's crazy. It's, it's That's not what to show people. It's entertainment. It's cool, but it's just tap dancing and looking like a dummy. When you got people who's worth, you know what I'm saying, 60 billion a piece sitting at this table. One one guy worth a hundred billion, one guy worth sixty billion. They sitting at a table. They don't even own that shit. They don't own that shit. They really rich. They so rich, they don't know how much like Snickers bars and shit. Shit. Bill Gates thought Snicker bar costs about around five dollars. <laughs> they didn't know. They don't spend cash money. <laughs> they don't even print this money up. They just got, they know what's up. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just know what's up. It's just a number on paper. And Jay-Z would tell them now. About, money, um, about the money phone. I don't have money phone. Yeah. For real. That, and a lot of, some rappers, even Boosie, he was, so, this is all we know. This is, but you know what? That ain't all you know. Learn. Like, this motherfucker right here is a billion. He just became a billionaire. He's telling you that that's not the thing to do. Now, you're going to tell him that's all y'all know? Like, he don't fucking know. Like, he don't come from the projects. The man come from the projects telling you, hey, look, man, stop doing this. That's not, that looks stupid. That make y'all look like niggas from back in the day. They used to make fun of them. Chill out. That looks stupid. And some of them niggas were like, nah, man, I got a money phone. But none of those motherfuckers know that that's a promissory note. 
You look stupid with that. You really do. You really look stupid. You really, if you got that, then you ain't got no money. Because Jay-Z, them ain't got that. They ain't got no cash like that. They got money on paper. Like, they know what's, they got money on paper. If you are walking around with 100 bands or 10 bands in a bag or something, that's all the money you got. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's basically, you know, what it is, right? That's what you walk around with? You look stupid. So, for real, a person like you need to get robbed. (laughs) Why are you doing that? The IRS gonna come get you. I hey, just wanna know how you making this type of money. Walking around with cash. That's why you only can pull so much out the banks. They wanna know. So if you want people off your ass, I don't do that. You know, Pop Smoke got killed, so like, I don't know. I don't know how I get on the story of hip hop, but anyway. Shout out to Cash Money for starting the money industry. Everybody started going crazy off of Cash Money. And this is the Honorable DJ Melamaku talking his goddamn stoner talk ass off. Uh, James the Comedian, his show will be on uh, Tuesdays and, I mean, Sundays and fucking Thursdays. I do the stoner talk Wednesdays. Riot X do uh, exclusives damn near every day. <laughs> uh, nah, we just publishing like maybe three three shows, something like that. Uh, three shows, and then we, yeah, yeah, like three shows back to back. We split them up. Some uh, be longer, but those are on YouTube. Um, so uh, I what what is it? V Loud, check out uh. The Honorable DJ Metal Monkey Network on VLOUD and shit. And what I was talking and all the shit I was talking about today. Shit, I don't know. I need your feedback. And also, for this coronavirus season, send us some of them donations you got. Mm-hmm. You see that button? Hit that button. Alright, this is the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey. I'm signing off. I gotta get right. Raya X in the building too. She don't wanna say nothing because uh, who knows? <laughs> Alright, holla.